You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number 48. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach Lærke Nielsen, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset, tools, and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Do you know the reason why a lot of people never achieve their biggest dreams in life? It's because they're afraid of failure and this fear stops them from even trying. Fear of failure is the biggest dream blocker for most people. And in dating, fear of failure can also block a lot of women from finding love. It might not completely stop you, but it definitely can slow you down and drag out the process, and it can make you go on long breaks. Fear of failure when we talk about dating could be fear of rejection, fear of not feeling good enough or lovable enough, attractive enough, or fear of having to go on a number of dates with people that are just not good matches. And this is just too bad. So today I want to encourage you to change how you perceive failure. To not think of it as something that pulls you down, but use it as a possibility to learn and grow. How you perceive failure is your choice, and it will in many cases make the difference between finding love or not. Whether you let failure make you feel discouraged and stop dating, or whether you take it as a chance to learn and grow in dating and therefore use it as a step to get closer to your goal. So in this episode, it's all about failure. I'm going to talk about why failure is necessary, what it means to be failing forward versus backwards, and why it's so difficult for most people to fail. And finally, I will tell you how to fail properly, so you can increase your tolerance for failure by changing how you perceive it Because otherwise, if you are not okay with failure, you will never get what you want in life. And this episode is going to be valuable not only for dating, but any kind of goal you have in life. But let's start by looking at what failure even is. So here is one definition. Failure is the social concept of not meeting a desirable or intended objective. And it is usually viewed as the opposite of success. The criteria for failure depends on context and may be relative to a particular observer or belief system. One person might consider a failure what another person considers a success. Another definition is, failure is a phenomenon that arises whenever we have made some effort or ought to have made some effort to achieve a goal or attain a standard but have not done so. So basically, having an intention to reach a goal and then either take an action or not take an action, and in both cases, not reaching the goal. So it's actually just a lack of a result that we were expecting or we were intending to create. Nothing else. And from the first definition, it also follows that it's a social concept that needs to be viewed in a context. Failure for some will be success for others. So what is then failure in dating? To make it absolutely clear what I'm talking about throughout this episode, failure in dating would be not finding love. 
either after not trying at all or after trying for some time. And of course, the question that immediately pops up in your head is, after how long? What needs to have been tried and for how long? And from this, I think it naturally follows that failing in dating is never definitive. The only person who can decide if and when you have failed is yourself. You get to decide if it's a failure or a necessary step. And you get to decide when you're taking yourself out of the process, if ever. You don't decrease chances of succeeding just because you have a number of failures behind you. It's actually the opposite. The more failure, the higher chances of success, if you decide to learn from them. And in my opinion, the only true failure is not trying. Giving up. Telling yourself you will never find true love. That's the only way you can ever fail in dating. The rest is learning. So why is failure necessary? Now, I almost answered it already, but I know many of you would love it if you could just have the result in dating and not have to actually do the dating. You would like to just meet him now, like taking a magic pill or something. However, it doesn't work like that, and there's a reason for that. The learnings you get while dating, the growth you achieve, that is what makes you a match to your next partner. It's a process that develops you, and you can't just skip that. We can't run a marathon without training, and we can't also lose 10 pounds overnight. And when we look at success from a general point of view, there will always be a number of failures behind it. All kinds of success is built on a pile of failures. Failure is what we learn from. It's where we see what doesn't work so we can do differently next time. Success is created by the experience we get from failing. And therefore, failing would be the reason why you succeed. And of course, failure is so much more frequent than success. Failure is necessary in order to get the learning and growth that will allow you to create the success. And understanding that failure is a natural and welcome part of the journey That will help you feel more relaxed. And that is important because fear of failure will block you from getting yourself out there on the dating arena, in the dating apps and platforms and on real dates. All of this includes a risk of rejection and a risk of not meeting the right one for the first many dates. And if you shy away from experiencing that, you will not take the action that it requires. So I love to think of this analogy that really illustrates the importance of embracing failure. Many years ago, I took lessons in figure skating for adults. Yes, that exists. It was mainly women who decided in a way too high age that now is the time to bring out their inner skating princess. And of course, it's very difficult to reach an advanced level when you start at 35. But we did manage to learn some basic steps and spins and mini jumps. Anyways, when we were in the skating rink, we were waiting for our turn, we would sit and look at the young girls who were extremely talented and for whom it looked like the skates were just a prolongation of their feet. Everything looked so easy and light to them. And what we noticed was that every time the rink had been closed for the summer or another longer vacation, when they came back, the trainer would tell them to go and fall on purpose on the ice. Also, beginners would have to go and practice falling on purpose. And part of this was, of course, to teach them the technique of falling in the softest possible way, 
the way that would cause them the least harm. But it was also because of the psychological part of this, to avoid that the fear would build up and start inhibiting the movement. And I clearly could feel that myself when I was on the ice. If I didn't fall for a while, I got more and more scared of falling. And when you're scared of that, your body is tense and your movements are not free. You're being more careful and more limited. And when you're not moving freely, you can't learn. So allowing yourself to fall on the ice once in a while takes the drama out of it. It makes you feel less fearful and more courageous and free in your movements. Now if you translate this into dating, the more you avoid dating, the more scared you will be of being rejected. And on the other side, the more you throw yourself into dating and experience rejection and meeting men that you have to reject, the more it becomes a natural part of the process. You no longer stop yourself out of fear of failure. And the more you can also allow yourself to be free in your movements, which in this context not only means going on dates and being open to meet new people, but also as a bonus, being more authentic. So there you go, learning to embrace failure in dating will also allow you to be fully authentic because you are less scared of rejection. And this is the only way of attracting the right person for you, being comfortable being fully yourself. So what is it all about this thing about failing forwards and backwards? When you manage to learn from failures, you are using them to propel you forward. And that is what it means to be failing forward. This is not always as easy as it sounds because you might experience that it's not your fault the date didn't turn out as you wanted. It's not your fault that the guy didn't want a second date and so on. And you are right. We cannot control other people. We can only be in charge of ourselves. So for sure, it's not always your fault when dating doesn't turn out as you desire. But it is still your responsibility to learn from it. You have to own your failures. See what you could have done differently to avoid a similar situation moving forward. Otherwise, you will never learn from it. And this is where most people actually fail. Pun not intended. They don't want to take ownership of their failures. They put themselves in a victim role and tell themselves a story about how there are no good men in the dating apps or all men over 50 are looking for younger women and so on. In other words, I have no choice. I have no possibility to change my situation. I am depending on someone else to change. Instead of getting curious and asking yourself, I wonder why I keep attracting this kind of man who clearly is not a potential long-term partner for me. Even if it's not your fault, it is your responsibility to move forward and to learn the maximum. Failing backwards is not wanting to own our failures. Let go of responsibility and let the negative emotions take us out of the game. And then we can have all sorts of shitty thoughts about ourselves and how we are different and our situation is special and makes it very difficult. You might have thoughts like, I cannot do this, I'm in the wrong city. I'm not as pretty as the others, I'm not as skinny as the others, or I'm too old for dating. Failing forwards, on the other hand, is perceiving failure as a learning opportunity. Approaching every single failure with an experimental growth mindset and thinking, yes, here's something more to learn. I wonder why that happened. I wonder what I can change to create a different result. What if I change this photo in my profile? What if I ask him this question before going on a date, and so on. 
So why is failure so difficult for most people? It is 100% because of the story we tell ourselves about how bad it is to fail. What it means about us that we still haven't found love yet. That we are dating but it seems to be not leading anywhere. Here we finally thought we met someone interesting and then a few weeks later he wasn't in for a commitment after all. So now we are back to scratch. And to everyone else it seems so easy. There really must be something wrong with me since I'm not able to do this. I went on at least eight dates and none of them were interesting. How does these thoughts make you feel? Literally like a failure, right? Less worthy, less lovable, broken, embarrassed, incompetent, and so on. We beat ourselves up with painful thoughts that create this kind of feelings. And the worst part of it is, it is 100% optional. You do not have to believe in any of those crappy thoughts. And this leads me to the fun part here. How to fail properly. First, you want to take a look at those nasty thoughts. Clean them out of your brain. They don't serve you and they're not true. And then get creative and come up with some more empowering and inspiring growth-minded thoughts like I'm committed to making this happen. I am so proud of myself that I keep going to find the true love of my life. I'm learning for every step I take. I am becoming better and better at dating. I am so much closer to the goal now than when I started. My future self will thank me for following through on my dreams. I am honoring my vision of a beautiful and deeply connected relationship. I know I will succeed as long as I keep trying. The only one who can stop me is myself and I'm not letting that happen. So, how does that feel? Much better than before, right? So now you've cleared away the judgment and negativity that will close you off from learning. So now you can get to work and think about what are the lessons you can extract. What worked well and what didn't work? And what will I do differently next time? And even if you don't see a reason why it didn't work, then you just have to try your way forward, experiment with it, try new text or new photos on your profile, try a new app, try new scripts to use when texting them, new questions to ask, and so on. And in this process, you also want to be kind to yourself. Approach it like you were teaching a child to ride a bike. Whenever they fell down, you wouldn't beat them up and yell at them. You would encourage them to get up again and continue, because you know for sure they will learn. They will succeed when they continue. You have no doubt about whether this child is ever going to learn how to ride a bike. And you can even prepare yourself in a way where you just integrate failure as part of the process. Become intentional about your thoughts. Choose on purpose how you want to think about failure. Practice being okay getting out of your comfort zone, going on dates, being 5% more extrovert than you normally are when you are out, meeting a lot of people, being open to go on dates. Prepare yourself that the date might be a fail, so to speak. Maybe he didn't like you. Maybe he wasn't right for you. Or he seemed to like you, but then you never heard back from him. And then decide ahead of time what you want to tell yourself about a number of failed dates. And there's one simple question you want to ask yourself that can be super powerful, and this is, how many men are you willing to meet in order to find the love of your life? 
If it's 100, for instance, that means you are actually willing to fail 99 times. And then every time you have a date that doesn't turn out to be interesting, you are one man closer to the goal. You by three, you have 97 more to go. Everything is going according to plans and nothing has gone wrong. As the famous scientist and inventor Thomas Edison said, I have not failed, I just found 10,000 ways that don't work. And so you could say, I have not failed, I've just met 99 men that are not a good match for me. But I promise you, you most likely won't have to meet that many if you date in a smart way. So I hope this will help you change how you see failure in dating and make you eager to go out there and fail so you can learn and get closer to your success. So when I work with clients in my five months program, I help them evaluate and learn from each of their dates. And this is really useful because it not only makes all dates valuable regardless of the outcome, it also helps them build the skill that dating is and get more clear on what to look for and more experienced in interacting with potentially good partners. So if you are a strong, independent, growth-minded woman who wants to master the skill of dating, you can book a free call with me where we can find out if we are a good fit to work together. And the link is in the show notes and it's on my website, lagerthelovecoach.com. Have a beautiful week with some epic failures and amazing learnings. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free console call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast and then you also help other women find it. 